Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Today I have Seth with me, and we are talking about when life just starts coming at you and you just start feeling more depleted and more depleted, and your bucket is more and more and more empty, and how to fill that back up again, how to take space for yourself to be able to process through everything life throws at you. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Parenting Post-Wilderness, your guide to parenting struggling teens. I'm your host, Beth Hillman, a mom of five boys, including a post-wilderness teen and a life coach for parents. I will guide you on how to influence lasting change by first understanding the relationship-changing power of focusing on your own behavior instead of futile attempts to control your teens. Parents, the change begins with us. Hey, everybody. It's Beth. And today we have our favorite guest, Seth Gottlieb, here today. Hi, Seth. Hi. How are you? I'm good. We are going to talk about bandwidth today. What do you got for me, Seth, on bandwidth? Oh, it's something that I I try to pay attention to in regards to things that are happening in my life, when they're happening, um, how much energy I actually have in regards to the week, the day, sometimes even the hour, because our bandwidth, like it changes. It's a stretchy band in a lot of ways. And sometimes we have the capability to handle a lot. And sometimes based on extenuating circumstances, we, our bandwidth becomes much smaller. And yeah, because may I offer, because life is happening. Right. Right. If life just happened, right. Life is exactly Exactly. And, you know, right now, currently in uh, my, in my life, like bandwidth is something that I am very much conscious and aware of in the present moment. Okay. Like, what do you mean? Well, uh, in the last month, I've, my living circumstances have, have changed where I had to figure out if I was going to stay where I was at and pay more, or if I wanted to move, did I want to move, you know, right around the time of the holidays? I also have been dealing with mechanical issues with my vehicle and was without my vehicle for over a month. And then in the course of the last week, um, had to dump a pretty substantial amount of money into my vehicle, which on top of my living situation has made me quite honestly, like a little bit more stressed out in my everyday to day life. And when I'm feeling that, that extra stress, number one, it, it drains my physical energy when I'm emotionally tapped. Um, but it also makes me, you know, I have to be very present and conscious and aware of how I'm feeling in the moment so that I don't become reactionary um, in regards to my own personal life, as well as my communication with other people. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is these, I mean, you're talking about just housing stuff and you're talking about automobile stuff, which everybody has, right? Everybody's mm. got, I mean, like regular life is is happening all around us, but sometimes it does start to feel like, oh my gosh, 
I don't know if I can take much more. And on mm. top of like just regular life, sometimes we have children or loved ones who are making really tough, tough choices. Right. And then we start to feel pretty thinned out. Right. And when we thin, when we feel thinned out it tends to be when we act from a place of reaction instead of taking the time to process because Sometimes we feel like we don't have the energy to process, even though processing is what's going to get us out of a situation in the healthiest, best way. Yeah. And you know, that's so interesting because most, I really think it's a fair thing to say that most of our brains, we just, we think we have to get through it the fastest possible way, right? Nobody wants to feel or think that things are like hanging over their head or man, I just, I got to get this, you know, car thing figured out, or I just right. I have to solve this. We are constantly trying to solve our problems and that's okay. Like it's a good thing to find solutions and to solve our problems. But what happens is instead of actually solving our problems, we get wrapped up in the emotions surrounding our circumstances. And then we just sit there and we have all these thoughts and, feelings and we're just, we're actually not dealing with them or not processing thing. We usually just stuff them. Right. We stuff them or that's also the times when we like completely shut down. Like how many people hibernate um, when things become really stressful or how many people yeah. that- Or lash out. Or, right? la or Yeah. Or lash out or overexert themselves because they feel like they have to get all of this um, anxiety energy out that they're feeling. but. Yeah. But again, both of those things, like what, what are we doing to restore our energy and what are we doing to deplete our energy? And being aware in those times when our energy is lower because there's more happening in our lives, how do we, like, how do we replenish? And, yeah. and, and how do we become aware of, you know, understanding when it's time to take the time to just take a step back. Yeah. You know, I have a saying that I think is really helpful. And I like to think it because thinking motivates feelings and feelings motivate actions, right? And so one thing I really love to think is every present feeling is worth my time. And that's really interesting because a lot of times we'll project feelings like, oh my gosh, this thing, oh, I don't know how I'm going to feel. We'll do that. And then we'll also have, of course, you know, feelings about the past and things. And so, but I want to really specific, like if there is a present emotion, it gets usually what happens is people will resist it. People will avoid it mm -hmm. and people will react mm -hmm. with it. But I think the real magic is actually feeling our feelings. And right. That is not what's being taught in society. No one, no, very few people, and not no one, of course, people are um, like I, I teach how to feel feelings. Yeah. But that's, I think that's the kicker when we feel so, so zapped. You know, when relationships may seem like they're falling apart mm. or you're, your teen or your young adult child is choosing really incredibly tough things. Absolutely. So many feelings or when your car is in the shop or when you lost your, lose your wallet or mm -hmm. we're just not used to feeling our feelings. 
No, we're not used to feeling our feelings. And then uh, a small thing can become a very big thing. But it's just that we don't have the emotional energy to handle more. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's so counterintuitive, I think. I think what's what people are used to and what our brains tell us is you don't got time for that. Right. <laughs> you, you you have to move on. You you, you can't think about that anymore. You, you just got to buck up. Or, right. Like what are those other things? Push through. Say? Yeah. Push through. Buck up. Uh, never mind that because we we think we don't have time and it's just the opposite. Right. That's when we need to take time. Yeah. And I love that you said take. We don't need to ask anybody's permission to take our own space to process. It's lovely to communicate that though. It's real nice. <laughs> it can be very appreciated. <laughs> yeah. A simple, you know what? I just need to process this. Um, and, and I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I hear you. I'm going to get back to you. Something like that. Some kind of a communicative type of sentence can come out of the mouth hole. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's interesting because I feel like we feel so zapped. We feel so, can can feel so zapped, can feel so depleted. I feel like, oh my gosh, if one more thing happens, you know, I'm not going to, I don't know what to do. And then we, our tendency is to push all that down. And all it does is deplete us more. Yeah. Because it's festering. Yeah. Because we're spending all our energy denying. Trying not to feel. <laughs> exactly. Denying <laughs> our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's exactly what we do. I just love humans. Oh, we're fascinating creatures. Yeah. It's really interesting. So interesting. So how do we feel our feelings? Like, what does that look like to you? What does that look like for you? It depends on what the feelings are. But a lot of times when there's, I'm feeling a lot of pressure or overwhelmed or the stress, for me, a lot of the time it's it's sitting and being still taking a nap, reading, journaling, going outside mm. and sitting instead of hiking, um, but slowing everything down and maybe taking a nap instead of going for a hike so that I have the energy to think instead of just going down the same spiral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because I think you could go on a really unintentional hike like, do, do, do. I just got to, okay, this is awesome. Um, okay. I got to, you know, that is quite right. I think, yeah, hiking can be quite unintentional and it can be quite lovely. And there's lots of different reasons to go hiking. And I think if you're not very intentional, I think what you're, you're saying, and let me know if this resonates, but that it can actually add to your stress. Well, sure. If it's taking time away from your day and decreasing your physical energy, it has the potential to do that. Yeah. Now, for, now for other people, going for that hike is going to rejuvenate their energy. Mm -hmm. But it's knowing what is right for you. Oh, I love that absolutely. I think everyone is so is so different and unique, and we do all we feel uh, in different ways. We avoid in different ways. We resist in different ways. Yeah. We try to replenish in different ways, and to really come to that knowledge of understanding how you, one, how you feel 
right. how you can learn to feel and, and what that looks like for you. And also how you replenish, like really actually replenish. Yeah. And sometimes for me, replenishing, I mean, sometimes it's, it's taking a nap, meditating, um, just going and sitting in nature, or sometimes that drains me more. And sometimes it's going mm-hmm. for, you know, going for that hike and that walk. So, I mean, it can be different from time to time. It's not always going to be the same thing that you need to do every time, but take, you know, test it, mm-hmm. go, you know, go for a small walk. Did I feel better or do I feel, do I feel like I should have spent that time doing something else? You know, like, d- does it have a positive effect or a negative effect on yeah. how I'm feeling? Yes. And why? Right. Because I mm-hmm. think if you were to go on a walk, and I've done this before, I go on a walk and I'm so in my head. And in what I'm doing, is I'm actually repeating right. unhelpful thoughts or I'm repeating shameful thoughts mm-hmm. or I'm rehashing something I don't understand. Oh, why can't I get that? Oh, I don't understand. Like if I do that. Oh, you well, mean the, oh, if I just said this? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. If I go for a walk and do that, that is high, that is, that is taking up so much of my energy. It is adding to my exhaustion, not replenishing yeah. in any way, shape or form. Right. So it, it really does. I think like what you were suggesting is try it out, right? Try what works for you. If it does work, take note. Oh, what, what was my brain doing? What was I thinking? What was I feeling? Um, what was my intention when I tried this thing, like a hike or a walk or whatever, mm-hmm. or just sitting and that if it didn't work, the same questions. Why didn't it work? What was actually in my mind? What, what Did I have an intention? And really try to figure that. I think that is what it comes down to is what am I pointing myself toward? And what am I pointing myself toward with, I guess? Because yeah. um, the other day I was feeling very emotional and and had some kind of relationship hiccups a bit with someone in my life. And I... I found myself very much exhausted and drained and so upset for several days. And then I realized, and then I, it's very difficult to, like I was aware, but it is very difficult to see your own brain. And then I started to go into very unhelpful thoughts. Um, And so when I started, when I kind of came to this awareness of, I, I need to to get out into nature to get inward. Sure. And I had that thought and nature is very, usually very replenishing with, for me. And so, but I did have, I was very intentional. So I decided to go on a hike with just my dog and I decided to, I was going to walk and feel that was my only intention. Um, And so I began to walk and I, I turned inward as I was hiking and I felt my sadness and my frustration and my grief and my pain. And I felt the vibration in my body and it was just so good. And when I got to the, the place where I was stream, where I was headed, I sat, I played with my dog and I felt more. And I really tried to come out of my head and just into my body. And it, it took me a couple of days to get there. But once I, once I found myself in that, I could not believe the relief I felt from just being willing to allow my feelings. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Cause then you're not holding on to them. And the more you're holding on to them, the more they're taking energy away. I mean, we only have so much energy yeah. every day. <laughs> we yeah. only have so much energy every week. 
And paying attention to how much energy we have can be incredibly helpful to know if if it's appropriate to handle something in the current moment, or maybe the next day, or maybe the next week. I also think it's important to recognize what is the biggest emotional drain when you have several factors that are happening all at once. Yeah. That, and tackling what is affecting your life the most, trying to chip away at that first, for me, is incredibly helpful and beneficial. Oh, I like that too. You know, something else that just occurred to me is that sometimes people don't have time for a hike. Like, I totally get that. And what I, if when I am faced with, you know, life is happening, I have work to do, um, a call to make or whatever, what I like to do is I still like to honor that feeling like I know there's sadness, I see you, and I promise I'll deal with you later. And I literally talk to myself. It's like, the mm-hmm. sadness that I'm feeling. And then I will sort of have this visual, this quick visual of just literally putting it on a shelf in my brain. And I think that, because as I know, I know people, I can just hear them saying like, I don't have time for a hike. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I even have time to meditate. And it's like, that's okay. But what you do have time for is a five second, I feel you sadness. I honor what's happening in my body. I will deal with it later tonight when I'm done with work. Some sort of you're, you're basically telling your your nervous system, you're, uh, you're communicating to your nervous system. And you can even say it out loud, which I actually think is helpful because when I say it out loud, my ears hear. It's like a different communication than if I'm just thinking it in my head. And I think that can actually be very helpful. If I speak it to myself, I got you. I know there's lots of feelings. I promise I will come back to you. But right now I got to work. Everybody has time for that. And then Absolutely. actually- Right when we when we are done with work, even though we're tired, and man, Netflix just sounds real good. Just to take the time, and no, you don't have to go on a hike, but just honoring those feelings is the way to increase your bandwidth. It is the way to not feel so zapped. It is the way to feel more energy. Thank you. I love that. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Seth. So glad you were here today. Happy to be here. Awesome. Hey there, thank you for joining me today. If you know a struggling parent, please share this with them. If you have any questions or want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Beth Hillman Coaching or through my website, BethHillmanCoaching.com. And remember parents, the change begins with us.